Yo, let me break this second half of the interview for y'all. Roddy Rich, DJ Academics interview on Off The Records. I covered the first half on my previous episode. Here's the second half and sort of some of the talking points that I felt were were worthy to talk about besides some of the small tangents they were in. One being that, you know, Meek Mill feeling like Atlantic stole Roddy from Dream Chasers. Roddy Rich, of course, responding that, you know, I wasn't aligned for Dream Chasers because Meek was showing him love or whatever. It was mutual. It was respectful between, you know, both parties. And ultimately, he wasn't ever felt forced or there wasn't any issues with that. And if there were any issues on Roddy can always reach out to Meek Mill and vice versa because they know each other on a personal level. Likewise, he speaks how um, Nipsey would do the same thing. And it isn't, you know, to make Roddy feel like he's entitled or in debt to Nipsey or Meek Mill by giving him the proper connections, the proper support, the proper love, you know, being brought to a show, so on and so forth. But it was just, you know, a mutual respect, understanding. It's like, yo, let's let, let us help you out, vice versa. And that's just to cover it up. Of course, if you want to get all the nice, neat little details, check out the podcast because honestly, the whole episode was great. Uh, another major talking point, which got some buzz, I believe a couple of weeks to a month ago, was whenever Roddy, Winch, uh, Roddy Rich went on Clubhouse, went on his rant. Understandable. And ultimately, people feel that, you know, he's at a high place as a rap superstar. No need to talk to anybody from the streets, whatever it may be. But his case was just, you know, sort of to just speak for himself. And he didn't like the disrespect that was being handled. He didn't like the way how there wasn't, you know, there wasn't a DP being put in place for bringing things out into social media and calling Roddy Rich out. And of course, not to go super deep into it, because again, you could watch a podcast, but basically Roddy felt like he wanted to speak up on his own part and do it his way. And ultimately being like, you know, even though you want to speak for Rod, um, Roddy not being as engaged as some people would like to on the streets, he's on a whole completely different level. And sometimes people need a reality check on a super platform whenever they try to call someone out. Now, a bit of a tangent here. This is a topic where a lot of artists or, you know, people in the media, I'm not talking about the shitty people, but the ones that generally get attacked from anybody and there's never any repercussions. And I like this move, not in the sense that, you know, Oh, yeah, he did that. He checked them. But, you know, fuck what people think, what the critics think. Just do what you want to do, regardless of the media or any OGs. He even speaks about how, you know, depending on where he goes or what situations, he'll have someone like Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather calling him up like, bro, you're too big for this. What you doing? What you doing in the hood um, from Jeezy calling him up and saying, hey, you need to move like this and just some game from the OGs to help him maneuver around better. As he's, you know, continuously learning the industry, being in a position in his life that's, you know, significantly different from everybody else. As far as the album again, which, you know, gets touched on, academics ask him, would he do anything differently with Roddy Rich, you know, responding that no, he would still release the album the exact same way. And to touch on some points that I brought in the first breakdown being that, you know, there's a formula that he he's going to stick to double down on. He has trust on his own work on his teams and whether people want to count him out by people, you know, social media want to clown him. Ultimately, he does this for the real Roddy Rich fans, which is something that I speak about throughout um, these episodes right here, the podcast. And it's just like, there's a difference between your hardcore fans, your genuine fans, regular 
meet people that just happen to stumble on, whether it's through hit, whether it's through TikToks, and they're just, you know, they're following you and they're not really a fan. They just peek every now and then to see if you got a hit. And I'm happy that, you know, he's in touch and understanding as long as the hardcore fans are, you know, are there and he's not ignorant to a point where he ignores the criticism, but that he's feeding his music for them. And it just so happens that his music also blows up, goes platinum, double platinum, triple platinum, up until Diamond. And it's good hearing that he isn't completely closed off to where everything he everything he drops is gold. No matter how often or how little, everything he does his way is perfect. He's acknowledged that he needs to drop more music. And not because his album didn't perform a certain way. Because it is performing great. Ultimately, again, first week sales are not the all say for albums. Second week, third week, so on and so forth. I already gave this breakdown. But that he does hear that his fans want music from him. They they want more music. I'm not a Roddy Rich fan, but I would like to see Feed the Streets 3. Definitely push that through. And, you know, they bounce back and forth between, you know, uh, Roddy Rich feeling any pressure, his position, act, you know, just being the internet figure that he is. Asking more, I would say, redundant internet questions that he's already answered in a certain way. But, you know, that's that's Axe Lane. He's going to ask him. And then he just had some fun conversations um, all throughout. And that was sort of, a, not sort of, those were the major talking points towards the second half. I'll definitely say the first half of the interview was a lot more interesting since I felt the second half was, you know, certain things brought up again, being discussed in yeah, that's it. Definitely check out the interview. But those are some of the biggest things, especially when it comes to music. And that now, of course, the pandemic being over. Well, you know, depending on what state you live in, Roddy Rich is definitely going to be moving again, touring again, make, being able to make music in a lifestyle that he's been used to or, you know, that helps influence his craft. I'm excited for it. What about you guys? What did you guys think of the interview? If you watched the entire thing? With that, I'm a bounce.